0: We have a great topic today. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about challenges. And I just want to tell you that this was a request. You know that I always tell you, if you have something that you'd like for me to create an episode on, if I haven't already, that you can reach out to me and ask me about it. And so... Someone in the passionate and prosperous community did just that. You know who you are. This one is for you. But I really am genuine when I tell you that this is what I would like. I want to hear from you. So the reason why I'm talking about challenges is because I know that this is something that many of you are curious about. You see other people doing it. Maybe you've heard that this is really good for your business, and yet you don't know how to do it. You're not really sure how to get the right outcomes, and it can seem really overwhelming. So what I'm hoping after today is that you're going to feel much more uh, knowledgeable about challenges and whether or not it's right for you and why you might do it. And before we dive in, this is a perfect segue into me telling you about next week's free training. So if you are listening to this episode in real time, and what I mean by that is it's coming out on Wednesday, September 21st, coming up next week from September 26th through September 30th, I am offering one of my absolute best workshops. Now, I want to tell you I've offered this before and actually it was a paid workshop, but I am offering it for free. So just like to remind you, this is another free training. I told you I'd be doing a bunch of free stuff for you this fall, and this is the second thing. Um, This is Create Content Bootcamp. And when I first taught it, it was a four-hour workshop, which many people did, and said that it was a total game changer for them. And this time, I decided to break it up into a five-day training so that it's just one hour each day so that you have time to do some of the work in between and, and really process what we're doing. But the whole point of Create Content Bootcamp is to help you to figure out exactly what and why you should be creating for your business. Meaning, should you do a free workshop? Should you do a challenge? Should you do a paid course? Should you do a group experience? What is it that you would like to create in order to get your desired outcomes? I think that something that's really challenging about being an entrepreneur in the coaching, creative, and service-based space, whatever we want to call it, wellness professional, is that you look around and you see what other people are doing and then you think, I'll just try that. And unfortunately, when you don't have a strategy and you're not really sure how to make it successful or why you would be doing that thing, even though you saw someone else doing it, you don't always get what you want, which I'm assuming is eventually clients and money, right? I mean, ultimately, that's what you want. Of course, we want other things that are not clients and money, like we want to make impact. We want to help people have transformation. We want to be in service. We want to know that we are making a difference. I mean, that is all really important. And I also know that, You also want to make a living, like you need to make money in your business. And so when you do all of these free things, whether it's workshops or challenges or trainings, whatever you call it, and we're going to talk about that uh, on this episode, the thing is, is that it's, it's not going to it feel good to you to do all this free stuff if you don't ever feel like you're getting outcomes or results. And I'll say even some paid stuff, right? Like you put out a paid offer and we're going to talk about that in this episode, the difference between making something free and paid and all of that. Um, even when you put out low investment paid offers, if no one's coming, it doesn't feel good to put in all of that effort. So, um, I am going to refer you back to the Let's Do Launch episode at some point. I want you to go back and listen to that if you haven't yet. But um, Create Content Bootcamp is going to be an amazing opportunity for you to be with me every single day. And I'm going to walk you through this so that you can make the most of your fourth quarter of your fall. So hopefully you attended Rock Your Fourth Quarter with me. Um, This is kind of like the next thing after that. So if you didn't come to rock your fourth quarter and you want the replay of that, you're going to let me know and we can get it to you. But um, I really hope you'll come to Create Content Bootcamp. It's one of my best things and I'm giving it to you for free, just like I give you this show for free. (laughs) right? So let's dive into challenges. Why did this get requested? Well, you know. If you are trying to build your business through offering service and value, which I hope you are, it's my model, it's what I teach, it's what the Yellow Brick Road system is about, right? It's organic service based business strategy. If that is what you are trying to do in your passionate and prosperous business, then you are aware of the fact that you need to create content. And that content needs to provide value, right? So that people that are taking that content in, seeing it, absorbing it, that they're going to be, A, seeing you as an expert. They're going to be developing that no love and trust factor that you hear me talk about. Um, And they're basically going to be uh, having some experience with you that hopefully then leads them to want to go further, to do more with you, right? So essentially, the strategy that I teach is that we use our valuable content to attract people. And that's not to say that we can't also attract people by having conversations, right? Being out in the world, telling people what we do. If you're not doing that, you got to start doing it. I'm always going to harp on that. I'm harping on it. If you're not getting out into the world and actually telling other people what you do and having conversations and just sharing what you do and saying, oh yeah, I'm a this, I'm a that. If you're not meeting people in real life, you're definitely like limiting yourself to an online business strategy. And I don't think that that's the worst thing ever, but it definitely is a slower and more challenging road to business growth if you're focusing entirely online. And if you are focusing entirely online, these are just some recaps of things that I always say in case you're jumping in here um, you know, with me in the middle and you haven't listened to all the shows. The online business strategy is a slow road And the only way to make it faster is if you are someone who fucking loves social media and you want to create like tons of content and you love making reels, okay? Otherwise... Using social media purely as a business model is not going to be for you. I'm just going to come right out and say it. So if you want to use a hybrid, which is what I talk about, where you use social media as the free marketing platform that it is, then what you're really doing is you're using social media to attract new people onto your yellow brick road, and you're doing some nurturing there, like some serving and building of no love and trust. But ideally, you're then going to be creating what I call higher level commitment containers. And in those higher level commitment containers, you're going to be able to gather the people that are really in your ideal client like zone, and you're going to give them even more value. So and that works for both in person and online. Now, all of the trainings that I currently do are on Zoom, right? I I don't even do stuff exclusively on social media, but we're going to be talking about that in this episode. Um, And then, of course, if you're someone that really wants to build your business in real life. Like I have a lot of clients who are like, I don't, you know, I have a lot of clients who are midlife and older, (laughs) but we're all midlife forget. So not older, but you know, a range of midlife, you know, anywhere from forties, fifties, sixties, right. Who don't want to be on social media all the time. And who just want to build a business by being in their local community and by getting clients through referral and through people, through people that they know. But even in that case, you still need content for people. You just might be delivering it live. Right, so So it's important for you to remember that in order to have a business, period, you need some way of marketing and attracting. And you're either going to be doing that in person or online or a combo of both. And you've heard me talk about the fact that you just need to be willing to identify what you're going to use to do that, right? So here we are talking about One of the possible things that you could use, which is to create a challenge. And one of the things that I got hip to early in my coaching, uh, not only in my business, but also just in the community that I was in, was that I started hearing, seeing, picking up on, and this was from people coming to me to be their coach, as well as what I was hearing and seeing as you know, in Facebook groups and stuff where people go into a Facebook group and basically post the question, how do I have a business, (laughs) right? So what I was seeing and hearing was a lot of people doing things like challenges and then complaining that they got no results. No results ranging anywhere from no one to even do the challenge or sign up for it, all the way to no one wanting anything after it. And obviously, the reason why you would do a challenge, if you were going to do a challenge in your business, would be for what? You're going to do it to hopefully get clients out of it or create clients after it, right? Um, Or have people say yes to something after it. Most challenges... I highly recommend that you do your challenges for free. Um, most challenges people do for free. And we'll talk about the difference between free and paid things, which is also what Create Content Bootcamp is about. Um, so you can make a thoughtful decision about whether you want to make your thing free or paid. Um, but even if it's a paid thing, it's still what we call low investment, right? So even if you charge a little money for your challenge, you um, It's not going to be a lot, you know. You're not going to like get a brand new cold lead into a paid offer that's more than a couple of dollars. To be honest with you, so let's say you did do a paid challenge, it's still not a money maker, right? So whenever we do a challenge, we're not doing it. It's not a big paid group program. It's not a, a hot. It's not like an expensive thing. So either way, whether you do it free or paid. This has to have a reason that you're doing it. You're not doing it for the money, right? Even if you're charging for it, you're not doing it for the money. It's not like anyone's going to go be like, oh, I did a challenge and I made $5,000 on it. Unless you're like a pretty well-known person with a gigantic audience who says yes to everything you do. Is that ever going to be a possibility for you? I hope it is. I hope it's going to be one for me, but it's not now. When I offer like low investment paid things, it's not like I make a lot of money on it and I have a reason for doing it for what phase I'm at in my business. So there's an episode about that, (laughs) the phases of your business. You should listen. So, okay. So talking about challenges and how many people I've seen get really disappointed because Putting something out into the world takes effort, right? As we've talked about, everything that you do in your business is an investment. It's an investment of time, energy, and often money, right? Even if you're literally not investing money in a direct way, everything costs money because everything is time. And sometimes you also need to have people that help you with things and you pay them, right? So whenever I put out a free anything, It's an investment of money because I'm paying my team to build the opt-in page, the landing page. I have, you know, emails that have to go out. I have my assistant on the event with me, making sure that tech goes well and whatever. So there are very few things that are totally free, just so you know, meaning from your own investment in your business. So pretty much everything that you do is some investment of time, energy, and money. And there's nothing worse Than making that investment of time, energy, money, and literally feeling like you got nothing. Now, I talk a lot about what kind of returns on investments we can, you know, look for or expect or how we can gauge the success of something. Nothing's ever a failure. But when you don't get the outcomes that you were hoping for, it can feel like a letdown if you think that there was something that you didn't know or that you put together Uh, in a way that wasn't serving your business, you know, in the right way. And what we're going to talk about today is all of the things we're going to talk about. I'm going to teach you some stuff. And I'm also going to talk about the, the, the reasons why a lot of these things go wrong, just so you know. So what is a challenge? This is one area where I think that people really like fuck this up, to be honest with you. I think that people call things challenges that are not challenges. I mean, people call things challenges that are actually informational, like trainings or things that they that they just want, you know, to come on and teach people stuff um, for a couple of days or whatever. And this is a huge mistake because what a challenge is, is it's meant to be some sort of a group experience, okay, a group experience, because usually what makes a challenge something that people want to do is if it feels like they are being challenged, challenging themselves, and the way that they are sort of being held accountable, or that they're able to, uh, like, kind of have something to um, not compare themselves to, but sort of like to make them want to do better or do a good job is when there are other people doing the same thing, right? So it makes you rise to the occasion. It makes you rise to the challenge. So typically, when you create a a challenge for your business, you're creating some sort of a group experience that is action-based so that you're attracting people in who are excited to actually do something that's going to challenge them, right? So a challenge isn't just show up to my lecture. That's like, that could be a challenge, right? I challenge you to show up to my lecture. (laughs) But that's not really what challenges are. Challenges ideally are events that you invite someone to take part in where they themselves are going to be challenging themselves to do something that They wouldn't normally be doing without you or without the group accountability or without the container. We'll call it right. So the idea is that you say to someone, "Hey, I'm going to challenge you. You throw down the gauntlet, right? You're like you're like I challenge you to try to do this. And what happens is that makes that brings up people's fervor. It brings up their, their, like that, that uh, it's an aggression. That's good. It's the competition. It's the like, oh yeah, you're challenging me, well, I can do it. You know, Um, people love that. People do like to come into a container. It's why people like cleanses. It's why they like resets. It's why they like to do things that are containers that say, listen, you're going to do something for this designated amount of time that you're really going to have to like push through. You're going to have to stay the course. You're going to have to like really, you know, step it up. You're going to have to step outside your comfort zone. You're going to have to do something different, but you're going to get a big reward on the other side. You're going to get this great outcome and I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to hold you accountable. And so is everyone else doing this and we're going to do it together. And there's a vibe, right? So when you create a challenge, a challenge is not show up to my workshop or my Facebook Live or my training. The challenge has to be for the person themselves. So I see this very frequently being mis- misunderstood, I'm going to call it, right? Misunderstood where a lot of coaches think, I want to do a challenge. I heard that's good, right? And then they're not really creating a container for the client to actually experience a challenge for themselves i'm going to challenge you to implement this new thing one new thing every day i'm going to challenge you to you know show up for yourself in this different way so that you can get some sort of an outcome that you desire meaning the client so one big mistake that i've seen a lot of coaches and entrepreneurs make is creating a challenge that is really What they're looking at is a showcase or opportunity for themselves, meaning they're saying it's a challenge, but all it really is, is they want to show up every day. Maybe it's on a Facebook Live or on a Zoom or whatever and give people information and and say, like, I'm going to teach you this over the course of like whatever it is, five days, seven days, 10 days, whatever you want your challenge to be. Um, but here's the thing, that's not really a challenge. So the first thing that I wanted to start off with is sort of the de- defining like in our industry, what's a challenge? Well, it's something that you offer, create a container that asks the person participating to actually do something different themselves, which is not just to show up and learn something from you, but it's to be implementing something during the challenge and being held accountable and having incentives to show up and do it and stay the course so that they can have some sort of actual result or outcome by the end of it. And um, that's pretty much What a challenge needs to be, whether it's a three-day challenge or a five-day challenge or a seven-day challenge or a 10-day challenge or a 21-day challenge, whatever that is, it's a container that asks the participant to to challenge themselves to do something that might be hard for them to do or that they are not used to doing or that 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 asks them to step outside their comfort zone, change a habit, create a new one, whatever that is in order to get an outcome that they would like but they probably are don't have whatever it is to just do it on their own And that's a lot of what coaching is anyway, right? Coaching to begin with is like helping people to do things that they want to do or get outcomes that they want to have, but that they're, for whatever reason, not getting them yet on their own, right? All right, so so hopefully that helps you to understand what a challenge is. And what you'll notice from my content, if you follow me and come to all my stuff, is I don't really use, I've done one challenge. It was very successful. It was called the High Vibe Your Life Challenge. And that literally was a six-day challenge for people to implement new habits and routines every single day that helped them to completely high vibe their life and shift their mindset and I based it in my signature system, Evolve, and people loved it. But most of the other things that I that I teach and put out, I call master classes, trainings, workshops, even when they're multiple days, because they're not challenge format. They're not what I just described to you. They're not asking people to layer in or take different actions every single day that they have to be accountable for. And I'm not guaranteeing like I do guarantee actually transformation from everything I do, but it's just a different kind of container. And the we're going to talk about like who and who will do your challenges and why. Okay, so why are challenges popular? Well, one of the reasons why challenges are popular is because if you're truly doing something as a challenge, the level of time commitment for the person involved is still going to be relatively low because if you're doing a challenge for a cold audience, what that means is you're hoping to attract new people into your audience or you're hoping to take people that are already in your audience and like give them some love and give them like a, a, you know, a condensed experience to really rev up their like connection with you and then hopefully lead to something else. Um, Unless someone already has a serious amount of no love and trust in you, unless you're already super established as an expert in your field It's going to be more difficult or more challenging for you to get people to commit to or say yes to something that is going to take up hours of their time or be a big commitment for them. I have worked really, really hard for many, many years to get to the point where people will come to my trainings when they're an hour every single day, sometimes more and the people that come to those are people that are already following me, and I've been building the trust. I've been building, so they're at the point where they're like, "I know that whenever Stacey Brass Russell puts out a training or or a, a, a master class or whatever, I know it's going to be super high value. I know it's going to be good, so I'm going to sign up for it because I'm willing to devote that hour or five hours or whatever of my life to. I believe I already know that it's going to be good because I trust her, right? But if you are not there yet, like if you're not telling me that you've got an audience of people who will come to anything you do because you've already shown them that everything you do, A, is of super high caliber value for them and B, for them, which we're going to get to specifically for them, that it's something that they want and need. If you don't already have an audience like that, and what you're using a challenge for is to attract brand new people, then the thing that you need to know is that a brand new person who doesn't know you from a hole in the wall is not going to be very likely to sign up for a huge commitment with you. So I see a lot of coaches and, 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 and entrepreneurs making the mistake of creating challenges that are not really challenges. They're actually more like long masterclass training type things. They're very informational. It kind of feels like you're going to school. And what attracts a new person is if you are basically, and I'm just going to come right out and say it, telling them, I can help you get a result that you want really quickly. That's basically what attracts a brand new person to any sort of content that you're putting out What where, where what you're hoping to do is attract new people and get them onto your yellow brick road and show them some value. Essentially, if you want those new people to say yes to your thing, what they're saying yes to is that you have gotten them so excited that they're going to have this very tangible outcome at the end of this experience that it's not going to take much from them. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what, this is what marketing is. And that they could show up every day for X amount of days and do this like one thing or do this thing. And that by the end, they're going to be a changed person. And the change is going to be something that they're already sitting here going, I want that. So if that's what you're putting out. Doing a challenge could be very beneficial for your business because challenges can be very effective in drawing in and attracting new people who want to have a taste or who want something immediate and they don't know yet if they want a big program or if they want to pay more for coaching or if they want to join something that costs more money. It gives you and them an opportunity to have a a taste, to dip a toe in the water. And that is very important to think about when you think about how a challenge might function in your business, okay? So why put a challenge in your business on your yellow brick road? Well, in my opinion, it's to attract new people, Build no love and trust and nurture and serve the people that are already there. And when you do a challenge, you're kind of doing both at the same time because not only are you attracting new people, but if they're willing to be with you for the multiple days of a challenge, then you get to build some no love and trust right then and there. Right. And then ultimately, why you should do it is if you then would like to have it lead to something else, meaning that you'd like those people to convert convert into a paid offer, whether that is your one-on-one services or a group program or course. Okay, so why do a challenge? Well, in my system, Yellow Brick Road, you're doing it to attract and you're doing it to serve. If you're only doing it to serve, Right. Meaning, if you have an engaged audience and you're like, I just want to love on my people and build some connection and engagement and rev them up so that I can make this big offer to them, then doing a challenge that has a higher level of commitment with your people could work for you. I don't even call those things challenges. Like I said, I call them masterclasses, right, or trainings. But When I do a robust five-day experience like Create Content Bootcamp is going to be where I'm like, hey, be with me for an hour every day. And I offer VIP upgrades, right? And say, and if you want, you can have these additional times. You can have coaching. You can have uh, another workshop to really implement this. When I do that, I am doing it very well aware of the fact that I am hoping to bring in a lot of the people that already listen to this show, that already know me, that have already come to other things, that want to be in that kind of a robust experience with me, do I think that I'm going to get a lot of total new people that don't know me from a hole in the wall. You know what? I actually don't. And when I do get a couple of those people, because it does happen, when I do get a couple of those people, I'm always like, this is so interesting that this person was willing to take a chance and invest their time and energy and maybe money in, in taking this very like kind of time commitment heavy thing with this coach that they don't know necessarily, right? So I don't even expect for for those kinds of events, when I do them, to attract a lot of brand new people. If I wanted to do a challenge that brought totally cold leads, like people that don't know me, that don't have any reason yet to like want to invest a lot of time and energy with me, I would make that challenge fun. I would make it bite sized I would give something every single day that kept people really engaged, but gave them activities and things to do that would up their game, that would give them transformation, that would show them that just by making X changes over X amount of time, that they could already have an outcome. And then that would lead to me being able to say to them, imagine what would happen if you invested even more of your time and energy and maybe even some money. Imagine what would happen. You already got this outcome from this. Imagine what would happen if you invested more. And to me, that's the purpose of a challenge for when you want to bring in those new people. So now we're going to talk about whether it should be free or paid. This is all going to happen in Create Content Bootcamp too. But in case you're listening to this far in the future, my new thing is I always like to just assume that it's possible that like you're listening to this and it's like 500 years from now. And you're like, who is this this woman from back in the day teaching about this thing called challenges. So anyway, if you're, if you're here in 2022 or 2023, whatever, um, you may have come to Create Content Bootcamp, or you may be coming to it. Um, And so we're going to talk about like, whether or not you should do it for free or paid. And then how, like, what the reason is that it doesn't always go well for people, which I've already said one thing, which is if you're not making it a challenge, and you're not really making it energizing, engaging, and fun. Um, And then I'll tell you a little bit about like how, you know, like, like from like how to do it in the most low tech way to adding a little bit more tech there. Okay. So who should do challenges? Well, I think everyone can do challenges. Um, why do a challenge? I just said, do it to attract and to serve, okay? Not a money maker, you guys. Like, unless you've got some huge audience of people, you're not doing a challenge to make money, all right? So who should do it? I think anyone should do it, but there's a couple of things that you need to know. Anything that you put out into the world, you guys. Anything, anything that you put out that has a designated container, okay? Anything besides posting on social media, anything that has a schedule, a container. We start on this day. We meet on Zoom at this time. I'm going live for you at this moment. Um, Anything. It's these five days. It's this hour. Anything that has... An actual level of commitment to it. Anything other than, I hope you might see my post as you scroll, right? Scrolling is the only non-commitment thing. The next thing that's a commitment on social media is if someone actually doesn't scroll, if they stop the scroll. If someone stops the scroll and gives you a minute of their freaking time watching your reel, then you're like, oh my God, it's like, they gave me a minute, right? So just imagine asking someone to give you more than that, right? And you're creating a specific container in a specific, you know, time. How are you getting people into that? Right? How are you getting people into that? And this is the thing that we talk about all the time, which is you can't have people say yes to something if you don't have an existing audience yet. And we talked about this in Let's Do Launch. And what I told you in Let's Do Launch, which I'm just going to recap right now because it relates to this whole challenge business, is you've got two options when it comes to growing your audience and getting people onto your yellow brick road. Number one is organic and number two is paid. So one of the mistakes that I see people make when they put out a challenge is they think that they're going to create this challenge and then they're just going to post about it on social media and tell some friends about it. And they're going to get this whopping robust group of people in their challenge that are then going to convert to clients. And the problem with that is that if you don't already have ideal clients in your audience to sign up for your challenge, you're kind of fucked. Where are those people coming from? How are you attracting totally new people that you don't even know yet to come do your challenge? How are you getting new people to even follow you to even find out about the challenge and join the challenge? So anything that we do that has a designated time and, and, and place to be, place can be a live talk even, right? You're like, I want to do a live talk or workshop in my local library or my local whatever. Great. Who's coming? Anytime you create anything that has a designated time and place, you then have to do the job of marketing and getting people to it. So, if you create a challenge, you also have to have a plan for the marketing of the challenge, which means how are you getting people into the challenge? And here's the big, big thing who do you want in the challenge? Obviously, it's not going to serve your business if who's in the challenge are not your ideal clients. The kind of people who need what you actually offer for money, who might, after they take this thing with you, free or low, you know, and I'll, I promise I'll get to that, um, after they've made that investment, are they going to want to take another step and actually make the bigger investment? Whatever that is, your one-on-one the group your you you program you might be wanting to start. The idea is who's gonna be in the challenge that's going to want to then go further and pay you money. And so, in order to get the right people into your challenge, your challenge has to be based on a very specific outcome or topic, right? that your ideal client would want to be able to get in a short amount of time. Because remember, you're, you're attracting people with marketing and messaging. And in that marketing and messaging, what we know is that in order to get people to say yes to something when they don't really know us yet and they don't even know if they're looking for what we really offer, okay? We've got to lure them in with a sense of urgency And with a sense of um, um, immediacy and outcome that they can have with ease. And I know that you might not like that. And I know that ultimately in the work that most of us do, that's not our goal. Our goal is not to give people quick fixes. It's not to give people, you know, a hit, you know, but that is what marketing is. That is what it takes to get people to go further. They need the first hit. They need that first thing that like lures them in. They need the bright, shiny object. They need the thing that they think that they want, which is like, you know, literally like immediate results for nothing. You don't have to do anything. You'll get an immediate result. (laughs) No, we don't have to go that far and say they don't have to do anything. But the idea is that, is that, That is why we're bringing, we're getting people in. But the idea is that those would be the people who really would want the thing that we then charge for if they want the full transformation or the full outcome or really the full lasting experience. So what does all of this mean? It means that if you don't know your niche and you don't know what it is that you really do and you don't know who your ideal client is, then doing a challenge is not a great idea because I have seen so many coaches and creatives and entrepreneurs do challenges and get nothing. And the reason is that they did a challenge that has nothing to do with what people would actually want to pay money for, right? So you do, uh, you know, if, if, if you do a challenge and it's not something that is so directly related to what you actually help people with when they're paying you, then you're going to attract a bunch of boo-boos, bozos, bozo heads, people that are not meant for you, because they're like, ooh, free, if you can even get that. And they might be there, they might peter off, they might not be engaged, they might not really get anything or show up or do anything. And then you're like, why didn't what what happened? So that brings me to the next point, which is I've seen a lot of people decide not to do free stuff anymore or like they heard, like, don't waste your time doing free stuff um, and that they want to charge something for their stuff that they really need to be doing to attract and grow and, 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 and you know, serve But they want to charge something. And here's the reason that I hear all the time because they want people to have skin in the game. That they think that if they make people pay $20 or $30 or $50 or whatever, that that's going to make it that those people are going to show up and are going to be engaged. And I hear all the time that people want to charge for their free shit, their challenges and whatever. And it's almost like a punishment. It's almost like they're like, I'm not going to give this to people for free because then they're not going to show up. And here's what I'm going to tell you. That's fucking bullshit. I do free stuff all the time and people show up and they get huge results and they come and they're engaged and they freaking love it. And then they actually join my programs and they pay me. All right. And I'll tell you why. It's because I'm creating the right experience and the right content for my niche. If you're offering the right thing for your people, they will do it. You don't have to make them pay money. Now, if you want to make people pay money, again, like I'm saying, if you're charging, you know, 20 bucks or 30 bucks and you get 10 people in your thing and you think that, you know, you're like, yay, I made $300. Okay, like, I'm happy for you. But your eye on the prize is that you ultimately want people to pay you the 3,000, not 300 or 30 or whatever, right? And so, you know, again, I'm not telling you that like you can't charge for your challenge, but I'm just outlining for you what I've heard are the reasons that people, charge for their challenges. And, and, and I don't believe in that. I don't believe that that's a problem. People not engaging unless they pay. And here's the next thing I'm going to tell you. Even if your offer is 20 bucks, a brand new cold ass lead who doesn't know you from a hole in the wall is not going to take that $20 out of their pocket. But if your thing was free and they saw that it was something that they need and it sounded enticing enough or appealing enough to try for free, you might very well be getting a brand new person who's an ideal client onto your yellow brick road and now they're going to be there ready for you to nurture them and then they might actually be the person who's going to end up buying your services, your offer. So I want you to remember that the minute you put a price tag, if you're at the phase of your business where you would like to use a challenge to attract new people and build no love and trust and serve them, the minute you put a price tag on it, you are potentially eliminating someone who's a true cold lead, who's not ready to pay anything to you because they don't know you from a hole in the wall. So I want you to remember that there's there's a purpose to our free content. And that purpose is to give people a low commitment as a way of bringing them in and getting to showcase for them who we are, what we do, and provide some transformation and some value to them so that they can identify themselves as our ideal clients and then move along our yellow brick road into our paid offers. So I'm not against you charging for anything. I don't ever want you to think I believe in low value, low investment offers for certain things. But I just always want to remind you that if you literally have no audience yet of, of, of ideal clients following you, who you have some connection with, then putting a price tag on things isn't going to help you. You're in the phase of your business where you should be doing everything you can to get brand new people that are ideal for what you do into your audience. If that's the phase of the business that you're in, you should do free shit, just so you know. All right. And you could always do it combo. But this is what I teach and help my actual clients with. It's hard for me to like go into all the strategy with you on the podcast, Um but there are strategies to combine free and paid offers so that you bring people in for free and then you give them an opportunity to invest to be whatever, a VIP or, or you know, and I do this all the time. But I still make the, like a, a majority of my content available for free because I always want to bring new people into my audience. I always want to bring cold leads that might be like, huh, who is that chick? And get curious and come right? And they might not have come or watched or, you know, they wouldn't get the replay if it was charged. They might not even do anything like to get to know me if I didn't give them a a, a way of stepping through a free doorway. So I just want to put that out there. So how do you decide if something should be free or paid? Here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to base that on thinking that it's your job to, um, make other people more accountable by making them pay money. What will make people accountable is if your content is in alignment with something that they need and they're really excited to get the outcome. And then the next piece is how you run the challenge or how you manage the challenge because the whole point of a challenge is that it's a container of high engagement that is demanding and rigorous, right? And asks people to show up every single day for a certain period of time in order to get this like fantastic outcome, right? And your job throughout the challenge is to run the challenge. And that means that outside of when you're delivering whatever the content is, right, for the challenge, however you're going to deliver it, whether that's through Facebook lives or through emails or, you know, inside or through Zoom or whatever your mode of delivery Is that you need to be creating ways for people to stay accountable and engaged the whole time, which is why community is usually a big part of challenges. So, Instagram is not an easy place to do a challenge. I'm just telling you. So, I will just come right out and say it, even though I hate doing an advertisement for Meta or for Facebook. I'm just going to come out and tell you that Facebook is still the number one place for building community. I don't care who tells you that Facebook is dead and that you should go over to TikTok or whatever. They serve different purposes. So you need to understand the different purposes of these different platforms and what they each offer. TikTok and reels on Instagram are your number one way of getting cold leads without paying for them. So if you are in the phase of where you are trying to attract brand new people into your audience, like brand new people, you're like, how can people find me? You need to be using Reels and you need to be on TikTok. I'm not on TikTok, just so you know. Um, I mean, I am. I'm on it, but I don't do anything. But like TikTok and Reels, I hate to tell you, and it doesn't have to be dancing and pointing, just so you know. It just has to be valuable content. Um, But those are going to be your number one ways to get strangers' eyes on your content. That's what those two platforms are designed for. Facebook is not designed for that. Okay. For brand new strangers to find you, unless you keep a very robust business page on Facebook that might attract followers and then you promote your shit there. Facebook is the community place, just so you know. It's how you can create a container and how you can bring people. This is what Facebook groups are for. This is like, this is literally what a Facebook group is. It's a way to take your ideal clients or the people that want what you're offering, put them into a smaller container so that they're guaranteed to see the content. Because anyone that's not inside of that container with you, 2 to 5% of your followers or audience are seeing anything you post, okay? This is what Meta has set up for why you they want you to take out sponsored ads, why they want you to do paid stuff. So they make it harder for you to get your content seen by people unless you're paying for it. So that brings us to whether or not you should pay to get people into your challenge or your free event. What does that look like? Well, it looks like you taking out ads on Facebook and Instagram. If you're not gonna just do this by word of mouth and by having people refer and and making incentives for people to invite people into the challenge, there's all kinds of ways to try to grow your your audience organically, but nothing is nothing. So if you wanna do it totally organically, that's you reaching out to everyone you know and saying, hey, did you know I'm doing this challenge? I think this is perfect for you. Do you know a friend? Can you get your friend? Here's an incentive. Whoever gets five people to join the challenge is gonna get this prize You know, like challenges, you have to be, first, that's the other thing, offering prizes and challenges, incentives for people to show up, having like something every single day that keeps people in the vibe, keeps them engaged, keeps them afloat. So I was saying before, you running it is a big part of it right? There's no way, you can't set it and forget it with a challenge. If you're going to do a challenge, you've got to show up there all day, every single day, posting in the group. Oh, that's what made me start talking about groups. You got to have a place for the challenge to happen, right? Now, I like to do my shit on Zoom, just to be honest with you. But When I do stuff on Zoom, a lot of people come. If you're in a Zoom room with 30 people, you feel vibrant. You feel like there's something going on there. If you don't have that kind of an audience yet, I don't know that doing your shit on Zoom is is good because it doesn't have the same kind of energy as if you can maybe engage people inside of a Facebook group. I don't love doing Facebook lives, just so you know, because it's one sided. And I really feed off the energy of having people in the room with me. And so I've just accepted the fact that that is really like how I prefer to deliver my content. But if I was going to do like a challenge, if I if I could rewind and go back. Well, actually, I will rewind. One of the very first things I ever did was I didn't call it a challenge. I called it a free four-week group coaching program. But I created a four-week group coaching program on Facebook. This is literally one of the ways that I actually accelerated my business growth and ended up winning this 10K in 10 weeks challenge that I won was that I created a free program on Facebook and I got tons of people into it and I coached and I showed up every day and I created tons of engagement. And did people fall off? Yeah, they did. But did some people do it? And did I get discovery calls out of it? Yes, I did. So the thing is, is if you want a challenge to work for you in your business, you've got to know a couple of important things. Number one, it really needs to be in alignment with what you do, but it needs to be a taste or a precursor or a preview or a teaser. It needs to give people just enough benefit and outcome that is directly related to what they would get if they had the full shebang with you. It's got to be enough that they go, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm experiencing this or that I had such a great outcome or whatever from just this little thing that she delivered or he delivered or they delivered. And I can't imagine what would happen if I got to do more with them. And the only way that that's going to happen if the is if who's in the thing with you is the right person. So you need to know your niche in order to make this investment of time, energy, and money. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm jumping all over because I'm getting really, I'm getting passionate. Um, shocking. What I was saying about the paid ads is, you should not run paid ads or take Meta up on that if you don't a know what you're doing because you can throw a shitload of money away. B, if you don't know how to target your ideal clients. If what you're put, see, if what you're putting out is not geared to your ideal clients, like if you're not on point, if your challenge is not like a boom, like a definite thing that you know that if you could get your ideal clients in there, they're going to want to work with you, right? I don't recommend ever investing in paid ads until you're at a certain level of clarity in your business and until you're generating a certain amount of revenue, If you wanted to generate, uh, uh, pay for ads to get people into a free event with you, the most important thing is that you A, know how to use ads. Otherwise, it's money down the drain. B, that you know in your heart that what you're putting out for free is so freaking good and so on point and something that your ideal clients want so badly that you're willing to spend money to get them to it. And I want you to remember that cold leads, which is what we use, you know, you can also use uh, Facebook ads to target people that already follow you because that'll make sure that they see your posts more frequently, but it's nothing is a guarantee paid ads are not a guarantee. I run paid ads to some of my very, very high value free stuff. And what I'll tell you is that the majority of people who end up signing up for my stuff through the paid ad are people that already follow me. They just didn't know. They just didn't see the original post, which is the benefit of the paid thing. The percentage of cold leads that I get into my stuff, and I'm just going to tell you flat out. For multiple day things, it's much lower than for single day things. And that's going back to what I told you before. Cold leads don't make commitments to people they don't know that are really long. You're much more likely to get someone into a a one-off thing that doesn't know you than into a multi-day thing. Unless the multi-day thing, the challenge, which is what we're talking about today, is again, something that the minute they see it, they're they're their whole body goes, I want that or I need that. So when you create a challenge, doing someone else's challenge, using someone else's formula or format or topic or whatever, it's not going to work for you. You've got to do stuff that is your niche. And you've got to use your expertise. And it's got to be directly related to your passionate offer and your system of transformation. If you want it to work like a funnel, if you want it to attract new people or people that, are already following you, but that want to get to know more. And then if you want those people to then convert into what you're offering them after your your transformational system, your passionate offer, in order for it to work that way, attract, serve, convert. It's the yellow brick road system. In order for that to happen, it's got to be in alignment. It's You've got to know what you do. You can't use a challenge if you don't have supersonic clarity on what you do. And if you don't already have an audience, you can't use a challenge to attract totally cold leads unless you're going to spend all day, every day, which you can having people invite people for you or if you're going to do paid ads. Getting cold new people into a challenge is not a thing unless you are putting a tremendous amount of marketing behind it, organic or paid or both. So I think that like what happens with people is they get this great idea to do a challenge and they announce it on Facebook or Instagram and then they're really disappointed that there's no one signing up. And the reason why they're not getting people to sign up is any number of the things I just said. It could be that not enough people are seeing it it could be that it's not really that appealing, or that people don't need it or want it. That they're not seeing it and immediately thinking, "I need that or want that." It doesn't sound like fun, and 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 something that people are willing to commit to. And then on the other end, or then in the middle during the delivery of it. It's not creating, they're not creating a robust enough experience to keep people engaged and feeling the container and the community and the accountability, right? So these are all the places where things could go wrong. This is what's required, attracting, and then during it, the serving. And during the serving, that involves seeding your offer the whole time. So while you're delivering this challenge, you are simultaneously also, Subliminally and overtly letting people know that this is all part of something bigger, that this is leading to something that they could do, right? And that there's more. So you, so, so if you don't do that and then you wait till the very end and say, who wants a discovery call? You're going to be fucking let down. Messaging and marketing is what a challenge is for. And during it, you have to be clear on what you're hoping people are going to say yes to at the end. Then you have to create an opportunity to make your offer at the end. And if you're doing your challenge in a Facebook group, you know, on social media where you're not really face-to-face with people, it's much harder to to make an offer than if you do find a way to connect with people on Zoom. So I think if you don't do your whole thing on Zoom, you'll... You'll know I teach this to my clients. I always recommend wrapping it up with a Zoom. That that That's another piece. And then finally, what are you offering people? Are you offering it to your ideal clients? And then post-challenge or event, what do you do after? How do you continue the nurturing? How do you then, oh, I left out something. I can't believe this. One of the major reasons to do any of these events, whether it's a challenge or anything else free, is to get people onto your email list. Right? The exchange for people receiving this incredible value from you, this challenge, this, this, this experience, is to give you their email address. Whether they're doing it in a Facebook group, the, the challenges in a Facebook group, or anywhere else, you need email addresses. And then once that thing ends, whatever it is, you then get to continue nurturing those people by emailing them the follow-ups and the things that they need to keep hearing after that challenge. So that brings me to the last piece that I want to talk about, which is when you create some sort of a challenge or whatever, you have to think about all of the other things that go into play in order for you to get success from it. And one of those things is that there is some tech involved. The ideal way is that you create a landing page or an opt-in page that people would go to with a link that you give them, and they would enter their name and email and automatically get entered onto your email address um, uh, list. And now you're going to utilize that list as part of the way that you're going to create the container for the challenge. If you're not at that point yet in your business, which I don't know why you can't be because you you can start out with an email marketing platform for free. Um, but if you're like, I can't, I just want to get people into a Facebook group or whatever, then you could do that, but you still need to get people's emails, okay? Because at the end of anything that you ever offer, if you don't have people's emails and you've just given them this free experience or a low investment, whatever, and you're not then going to, email them and continue to nurture them and make your offer uh, to for a discovery call or for whatever through the email sequence, as well as whatever you've done with your voice and your face, then you are definitely not like you're you're not you're not completing the process. And therefore, the challenge is not going to do what you want it to do for you in your business. So everything that I'm going to be teaching in Create Content Bootcamp, just so you know, is about how to look at these things that you do in your business, free or paid, from both angles. What are the outcomes for you and what are the outcomes for the client? So why should they do it and why should you do it? And you always need to be looking from from both of those directions in order to make the most of anything that you're going to invest your time, energy, and money in. So you can do a challenge ultimately super low tech by really just delivering it inside of a Facebook group, right? But you still have to make sure you get the email addresses, um, or you can make it more high-tech and you need to have a landing page and you would send out replays. You might, you might do part of it on Zoom. You might have an email component. You might be sending people some sort of a worksheet or accountability uh, tracker or something like that. Um, you want to make these things. You might be doing prizes. You might be um, encouraging people to invite people and giving them incentives for that. Um, you can go really big with a challenge. You could go small to big. You could go low-key, barely anything other than yourself, all the way up to like prizes and multiple emails and Zooms and all kinds of incentives. You got to do it according to what phase you are in your business. You got to do it according to how big your audience is. You got to do it according to what your offer is at the end, what you're like leading up to. So if it's part of a launch strategy. So there's all of these things to consider in order to make a challenge work for your business. And you have to decide what your investment level is financially. And if you were going to run ads to your challenge, which I'm literally, I'm like, I can't even believe I'm saying that like you might, but if you were going to, let's just say you wanted to, you got to use a specialist and that costs money and you... uh, And you got to know what you're doing. Otherwise, and it's got to be because you know the challenge is is, is, is spot on for your business. Otherwise, you're going to be so disappointed that you even wasted a, a penny or a dollar on a paid ad. It's not that simple, you guys, this whole ad thing. And I never want you to run ads to anything that you haven't tested and proven to be something that your ideal clients want and that's going to give them the kind of value that they would need to receive in order to decide if they want to go further and pay you the bigger investment. So, I hope that this um uh like helped you to understand more the function of a challenge and what it is and why you might use it and 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 the difference between a challenge and like a training, um understanding how we grow our audiences and 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 understanding how these things work and who wants to do them and how to make them more appealing for people and how to position them in your business according to what outcomes you're looking to get um, and what your offer is and what you're launching and the importance of clarity of your niche and your content so that you're not wasting your freaking time offering a generic thing where you're just going to like have everyone, you know, like do something every day that doesn't have anything to do with like what they would pay the the, the big bucks for. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Big bucks meaning anything that's more than, you know, 50 bucks or whatever, you know? So I really hope that this helped you. If you're listening to this before September 26th, sign up for Create Content Bootcamp. There's links for everything everywhere. My website is www.staceybrassrussell.com. You can find everything there. The podcast show notes. Go back and find other episodes. Read the descriptions. You can sign up for Create Content Bootcamp. And... You can sign up for Passion and Prosperous live in New York City. Go to my website and get a ticket. Come. Give me a hug. Be in the room with me. If you like listening to the show, and I know that so many of you do because you let me know, and and one of the things that you tell me that you love is my energy, thank you. I appreciate that so much. Imagine having my energy in the room with you. Imagine what will happen. Imagine what happens for all of us, the levels of transformation that are possible. Imagine how excited and inspired you could be if you were in the room with the whole community. I don't mean just with me, but I mean with everybody. If you've ever been on any of my Zooms, you know that like, The community is fire, you guys, and they're going to be there. Come see your friends, hug us, hug everyone. Um, Do this work with me. The transformational business building and personal growth. Everything I do is the combination of both. If you come to Passion and Prosperous Life, and listen, you can do it virtually too. I'm just pushing for you to come live because I really want you to, but you can also get a virtual ticket either way. There's going to be massive growth and transformation because you know that everything that I do is personal and business. I don't think they're separate. I think who you're being is going to determine what you do and that's going to determine what you get at the end. That's what I have for you today. I am sending you all the love and high vibes as always and I will be in your headphones next week. Bye.